أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome back to Ramadan Reflections Today being the 29th day of the blessed month of Ramadan For some people around the world the 29th day may mean the final fast For others they may have one more day of fasting the 30th day to make it a complete so-called complete month of Ramadan Whatever the case may be we all follow our local obligations as our local scholarship will guide us towards. And we ask Allah whether this is our, our last fast or whether, whether there is one more to perform. We ask Allah to accept our acts of worship this month and allow us to see the next month of Ramadan. You know, after pushing hard for 23 years in two unique cities and two unique environments, both in Mecca and then later on in Medina, and after exerting all efforts to carry the word of Allah as far as possible to as many people who would want to hear it and as many ears that would be receptive of listening to the word of God, after suffering defeats in battles and enjoying victories through the mission, this was all coming to a close. The Prophet Muhammad, may God bless him and his family, had been receiving the Quran, this revelation from God, for 23 years. And sadly enough, the revelation was about to come to an end. This was signal in the finalization of the word of Allah for humanity. No more revelation would come to anyone at this point. No more prophets would be deputed, neither a Nabi nor a Rasul. No more books would come. No more messengers after the death of the Messenger of God. He was and is the seal of the prophets. And the Quran is the seal of all books. Anybody today in 2022 who claims to be a prophet of God, a messenger of God, a messiah from God, they are to be called liars and their claims are to be dismissed. Anybody who claims to have received revelation today in 2022, their claims are fraudulent and they have no basis or bearing in our lives. Now the faith of Islam over these 23 years was being built up like a, you would build up a, a building Foundations had been built by the past prophets. The Prophet of Islam, Prophet Muhammad, may Allah bless him and his family, was building Islam brick by brick in Mecca and Medina. Every act of worship, every act of, uh, of submission to God, every theological belief was adding another brick to this house called Islam. The Arabian Peninsula and beyond the peninsula were being introduced or had been introduced rather to, the, to Allah to the Qur'an and to the Prophet Muhammad, may Allah bless him and his family. What remained, however, was to put the final touches on this final faith for humanity. However, what, what, what would that final touch be? What would the icing on the cake be to complete Islam? As we know, the jurisprudence of the faith had been conveyed, both in theory and in practice. Prayers were there, the Salat was there. Fasting of the month of Ramadan, that came in the city of Medina. Charity, the zakat and khums, established. Hajj, well Muslims had just performed the hajj in the month of Dhul Hijjah before the demise of the Messenger of Allah. Enjoining to good and forbidding the evil, they were being practiced in Medina as much as possible. Tawalli and tabarri, love and hate for the sake of God, they were talked about and implemented. So the entire jurisprudence had more or less been given to the Prophet and the Muslims were following it. 
The theology was also clear. The oneness of God, Tawheed, what this religion is built upon, the bedrock of Islam, was taught. Prophethood, Nubuwa, was articulated by the Messenger of God. People believed in him and the past prophets. The Day of Judgment, Yawm Al-Qiyamah, was clearly outlined in the Qur'an in hundreds of verses, if not actually thousands of verses, one-third of the Qur'an. So what was missing in the equation? What was that one block that was missing in the equation that would have to happen before the Messenger of Allah would be allowed to leave this world, before Allah would take his soul? That one missing piece was simply... Was there a robust process in place to facilitate a smooth transition of power from the prophet to his successor? Not a man who would become a next prophet, because as we said, prophethood was ending. But who would become the imam, the leader, the spiritual and temporal successor of the Muslim community? Would it be left to the community to decide who should lead? And if so, what is the criteria for who's going to lead? Is it the one who looks the nicest, who has the longest beard, who has the oldest age, who's the oldest in terms of age and seniority? Or is it the youngest? Is it the person who has been in Islam the longest and the most experienced of the faith? Is it wealth? Is it power? What is the basis by which leadership would continue after the demise of the Messenger of Allah? Far be it from Allah to reveal a perfect faith that teaches us how to brush our teeth, what nails to cut on the hand on what day of the week, what, what order to use to cut our fingernails. Far be it from Allah to teach all of this to the sunnah of the Prophet and then tell the community, you know what? It's a free-for-all. You figure who will be the governor and the, and the leader and the, and the head of the state. I'm not going to involve myself in these petty politics. You do what you want. That is preposterous to believe. The Qur'an has shown time and time again, the time of the Prophet, the companions who were reading these verses, just as you and I read them today. And the Qur'an was showing that past Prophets had successors. And in many cases that we see in the Qur'an, they would name the successor. This is my successor. Dawood Suleiman, for example. Ibrahim has Ismail, Ishaq, and then obviously from them come other Prophets. Harun, Musa, and then Yusha. So the prophets would introduce and name their successors in their lifetime. It wouldn't be a guessing game. It wouldn't be a, 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 you know, a, like, a, like a sports event or a, or a game show quiz to guess who the next successor was. It was never left to the people really to, to quarrel and bicker about. This is bigger than, than fighting over party politics. And therefore on the 18th of Dhul Hijjah, just a few months after... Uh, before, rather, the death of the Messenger of Allah, the Prophet Muhammad, may Allah bless him and his family, as he would be returning from performing his farewell hajj, he would stop at a place, a watering hole called Khum, a place between Mecca and Medina. And an event would take place known as the event of ghadir khum In this event, the Prophet of Islam would deliver a sermon the likes of which the masses had never ever heard before. He would extol and praise Allah and quote extensively from the book of Allah. And he would, in this massive gathering of over 100,000 companions, he would implement the order of Allah, which was to announce the authority and the mastership of Imam Ali, peace be upon him.
after having made that declaration and hearing the jubilant response from the Muslims, congratulating Imam Ali on becoming the successor to the Messenger of Allah to guide the nation towards salvation, Allah would reveal a verse from chapter number 5, verse number 3. Actually, a portion of verse number 3 where Allah would say, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الْيَوْمَ يَعِسَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ دِينِكُمْ فَلَا تَخْشَوْهُمْ وَخْشَوْنِي الْيَوْمَ أَكْمَلْتُ لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينًا This day, those who disbelieve have lost all hope of your religion. So do not hold them in awe, but hold me in awe. This day I have perfected for you your religion with all of its rules, commandments, and universality, and completed my favor upon you, and have been pleased to assign for you Islam as your religion. Yes, up until that point in time, brothers and sisters, Islam was imperfect. And the favors of Allah upon humanity, despite how great they were up until that point, were incomplete. With the largest declaration of the preeminence of Imam Ali, peace be upon him, and his 11 successors from his progeny, Allah would declare that now, with this declaration, the religion of Islam is now perfected. It went from being imperfect, having flaws and deficiencies in it, to becoming perfect. And the bounties and blessings of Allah which had been showered upon humanity for the last 23 years as having the Prophet in their midst, would now become complete, because before that they were still incomplete blessings. What a glorious day that would have been to be there. And what a brilliant event that would go down in the annals of history as the greatest Eid, Eid al-Akbar, the greatest day of celebration. Forget Eid al-Adha after the Hajj. Forget Eid al-Fitr that we'll be marking in a day or two, completing the fast of Ramadan. Forget Jumma, which is a day of Eid and celebration. The day of Eid al-Ghadir al-Khum would become the most celebrated day in the heavens more than it is on earth. Because on earth, only maybe 350 million people celebrate this Eid. But in the heavens, trillions upon trillions upon countless numbers of angels and the past prophets and their successors are celebrating the day of Eid of Ghadir. This event would signal to the Prophet Muhammad, may Allah bless him and his family, and to the community of his time that his lifespan on earth was coming to a close. It's true that past prophets lived hundreds and some of them lived thousands of years. However, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him and his family, was going to leave this world at the young age of only 63. Not 2,500 years as Prophet Noah lived. Not hundreds of years of Prophet Ibrahim, peace be upon him. No, only 63. The event on Ghadir was on the 18th of Dhul Hijjah, the 12th month of the lunar calendar, and the Prophet would leave this world on the 28th of Safar, the second month of the lunar calendar. This means that from the completion of Islam until the death of the Messenger of Allah or the demise of the Prophet, it was only 76 days. But those days, brothers and sisters, will be the most severe for the Prophet and his family and the dedicated and loyal companions. And it would be a time of great testing for those companions who claimed to be loyal to the Messenger of God. How would they act? What would transpire in the next 76 days? Well, join us tomorrow on the 30th day of Ramadan for Ramadan Reflections as we review the death or martyrdom of the Prophet Muhammad, may God bless him and his family. What happened in those painful last 
days of the life of the prophet. And where did the community end up, having just celebrated the greatest Eid? Until tomorrow, wassalamu alaikum jamian wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.